coming back to the My Tech Decisions podcast. On this episode, we go over the 71 security vulnerabilities that Microsoft patched this month with Dustin Childs, the Senior Communications Manager with Zero Day Initiative. There are several notable bugs in Exchange Server, RDP, SMB, and Azure Site, Azure Site Recovery that admins should prioritize. Before we get to the interview, here's a quick reminder to subscribe to the podcast on iTunes, Spotify, and Google to hear weekly interviews with IT experts that can help you make the right decisions for your organization. And now here's Dustin. All right, so uh, Dustin, um, let's go with uh, just you know your your overall thoughts here. Anything that you found uh, interesting this month? Um, I, I know you noted that there were only three critical rated bugs on patch, right. and you write that it's lower than than normal. Um, so elaborate if you can. Yeah, normally when you see 71 CVEs addressed, which is how many Microsoft addressed this month, you'll have a higher percentage of those be critical. Uh, this month, there's only three critical rated CVEs and 68 important. Uh, so that was a little unusual to me. I would expect there to be closer to, to 10, just based on the average ratio that we've seen in the past. Right. Uh, so that's an interesting thing, whether it's coincidence or whether uh, Microsoft has changed somehow the calculus on how they estimate severity. Uh, it's just something to keep note of. Uh, and it's also just a reminder that uh, severity a lot of times is based on individual uh, you know, characteristics. So mm. enterprises should really look at things and, and say like, well, this is critical to me. Or right. maybe converse is like, well, this is critical, but I don't have this component in my enterprise, so it's not critical to me. Right. Um, yeah, so there was another uh, remote code execution bug in, in Exchange Server. It seems like there's one of these almost almost every month. Um, you write that this particular one, um, you wouldn't be surprised to see it explode, exploded in, in the wild soon. Um, right. you know, why is that? What, what, what makes this one uh, particularly uh, dangerous? Well, in this case, uh, it, it does require, it require authentication, but that authentication is just like you have a, a, a mailbox on an exchange server. And this type of bug is the type of bug that we see attackers really look for when they're looking to do lateral movement within an enterprise. So this bug uh, is listed as uh, you know, exploitation more likely by Microsoft. Mm. And we see exchange bugs exploited a lot. We know exchange on-prem is, is a big target. And really starting a year ago, we actually a year ago this month, we had quite a few exchange bugs get patched right. uh, that were being actively exploited. And since that time, exchange has remained a very attractive target uh, for attackers because it's so complex. There's so many bugs there. And there's a, a wealth of opportunity, especially for lateral movement within an enterprise. And I think that's, if anything, that lateral movement is one of the themes for this month too, because we've got several bugs that would be very good for that type of uh, exploit. What are those other bugs that, that, uh, that were patched this month? Well, the first uh, that really caught my eye is the bug in SMB v3. Uh, we've seen a lot of SMB bugs patched in the past, but that's usually version one which you should completely disable, or version two, not as many that uh, are impacting v3. Uh, and this is hitting both client and server. So again, authentication is required here, but if you're within an enterprise, you're already authenticated, assuming that you have uh, you know, any sort of creds, and then you would be able to move laterally within that enterprise through this type of bug. Um, there are some 
workarounds that are listed by Microsoft, which people should consider. Uh, but those workarounds aren't really documented well as far as what negative impact it might have, if any, on an enterprise. So definitely test those before you push those out. Mm. Um, let's talk about Azure uh, Site Recovery. There, there were uh, quite a few, um, both elevation of, of privilege and remote code execution bugs um, in this tool. Um, you know, should these be treated with any uh, heightened importance um, for, for companies that rely on this feature? I certainly would, uh, especially with everything going on in the world right now, disaster recovery should be on the top of mind for a lot of network defenders. Uh, so anytime you come up with uh, 11 bugs all at once in your disaster recovery system, which is what Azure Site Recovery is used for, it's disaster recovery as a service, uh, you should definitely take that into account and, and go, hey, this is something I really need to pay attention to because should something happen to my enterprise, the tools I rely on to respond and, and recover from that might be compromised. So uh, the old saying is, you know, I, I guarantee 100% backups. I don't guarantee 100% recovery. Uh, so definitely check that out. And if you use Azure Site Recovery, definitely test and deploy these quickly. Uh, and if you don't use Azure Site Recovery, now's a great time to review, review your disaster recovery plans regardless and uh, yeah. make sure that you're good to go. Oh uh, yeah. Uh, what other patches um, are, you, are you prioritizing if you're an uh, IT admin? So the only other patch that I, I really look at as being really critical here is the one for remote desktop clients. Mm -hmm. uh, now this is not as severe as the bugs for RDP server like Bluekeep, which we saw a couple of years ago. Uh, in this case, you'd have to entice someone to connect to a malicious RDP server. Uh, however, we've heard that there is already uh, proof of concept code for this bug circulating publicly. Microsoft does list this as publicly known. Right. So because of the public aspect of that and the fact that we know RDP is, is often targeted, mm -hmm. uh, this is another one that I would prioritize. Again, authentication is required, so that's a thing. Uh, but again, lateral movement within an enterprise, this would be a great bug to uh, you know have somebody RDP to what they think is a known server or an attacker could man in the middle and you know redirect them to their their RDP server and then take over their system, uh, especially since we know that there's active uh, proof of concept code available. Right. It would not surprise me to see this roll into active attacks before too long. Um, can you talk about the uh, critical rated video extension RCs? Um, you know there wasn't a whole lot of information about those. I'm wondering if you can just elaborate on you know the the severity of those. Yeah, the severity of these is uh, pretty simple. It's when you're viewing specific, uh, specially crafted videos that rely on those video extensions to render them, uh, you could potentially have code execution occur at the level of the logged on user, uh, usually. Uh, so what this means is somebody is going to send you a video or you click on a specific file and it opens on your system uh, and then code execution, the attacker's code, uh, will occur. Uh, the question here, especially with the critical ones, is can that file be hosted on a remote server or a website? And it's really not clear from Microsoft description if it can, but right. I would go ahead and treat it like it, you could browse to a website and then have code execution occur onto your uh, system because we've seen bugs like that, the browse and ohm, the watering hole attacks, where if you go to a specific website, uh, you're going to get owned. And usually what happens is attackers will try to socially engineer you somehow to go to this website, either getting you to click a link, or in some cases we've seen uh, ad services be compromised or at least exploited to have 
content put in them that would act in this manner. Uh, so if you're uh, using these extensions, definitely uh, update them. Uh, and they're updated through the Microsoft Store. So make sure that you're connected to the Microsoft Store so that you right. can get the updates. And if not, you're definitely going to have to push those out manually. Right. And you also note the uh, uh, vulnerability in Xbox. I know a lot of enterprises aren't probably aren't relying on uh, Xbox too much. You know, sure. uh, under what circumstance would, it, would a, an organization be using Xbox in their environment? So there are a lot of organizations that do have, uh, I don't know if you would call them break rooms or morale rooms, where they do have Xboxes and other uh, you know, entertainment systems set up. A lot of times these systems are not uh, cordoned off or isolated from the rest of their network environments. So you really could have an Xbox connected to your enterprise and not even really understand that it's connected. Mm. Uh, and it's possible that you could pivot off of an Xbox to somewhere else. Uh, the right. other thing that's interesting to note about this is uh, the update is available for all versions of Windows, but uh, they're very Microsoft is very specific when they say only Xbox is affected. What that really means is we only know of a way to get to this bug on Xbox, but that code exists on all the other versions of Windows. So mm. that's another area where you need to be careful. It's like, well, on my Windows systems, I don't know how it's how an attacker could reach this, but it's there. So if right. an attacker could figure out how to reach it, then you go from an Xbox bug to a Windows bug. Right, right. Great. Um, very good. Dustin, uh, you know, anything else that you think, uh, you know, admins should note about this, about this month's patch, patch Tuesday? The only other thing that I would note about this uh, Patch Tuesday is just the amount of bugs that we see that are patched through the Microsoft Store itself. So I think uh, enterprises should really be careful to ensure that they are getting all of the patches out that they think that they are getting. Uh, it's not just going to be rolling out one cumulative update. Mm. It's going to be a little bit more work this month to make sure everything's patched. So definitely take your time and, and review those bugs to see which ones are serviced through the Microsoft Store and to make sure that your systems are getting updated appropriately. Very good. All right, Dustin, uh, thanks, thanks again for stopping by. I appreciate it. No problem, Zach. Thanks for having me and hope to see you next month. No problem. Take it easy.